Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hey friends, welcome back to Trade Show University. This is the podcast where I I give everything every week to try to help you get better results because I know of the investment that you're making. And this week, we're, we're going to focus on some of the common mistakes that I see happen all the time. Nine of them, to be exact. And some I know, they're from working with companies over the years. Some of them I've made myself and, and realized uh, the error of my ways. And all of these can impact your ROI and impact your sanity as you're going through it. After listening to this episode, if you're thinking, shoot, we do this, I want to make sure that you are making the right choice for your next show so you don't leave any money on the table or just see that money flying out the window. What I want to do is I want to offer you a free 15-minute phone call, a discovery call that we could talk through some of your mistakes, talk through whatever you want to talk about so that you get better ROI. So go to my website at tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshow with the letter U dot B-I-Z. Click the contact button and set up a free 15-minute call. You're going to be amazed at the value you're going to get from our session, our quick session. So like I said, I've got nine common mistakes I see at shows, but don't make the mistake of uh, not reaching out to me and <laughs> taking me up on this free 15-minute offer because it will be a total game changer. So let's talk about these nine mistakes, and these are in no particular order. They're just uh, some common mistakes that I see at shows or some things that I've seen just working with companies of uh, mistakes they made in the planning process. But let's start with number one. Number one mistake, and this is not going to come as a surprise to anyone who's listened to me for quite a while, that is not setting goals. Way too many companies approach trade shows and just show up of, hey, we're just going to get as many leads as we can. We're going to get as many badges scanned as we can. Whatever that is for them, don't do this because you you will never know if you had a successful show if all you're doing is going in without specific goals and numbers. And there's so many things you could set goals on, but at least number one should be your main metric that you're trying to take away, whether that's sales or leads or qualified leads or appointments set, whatever it is, you've got to have a goal for that and then stick to it and measure it. So that's mistake number one is not setting goals. Mistake number two is not training your staff how to work a show. By training the staff, a lot of uh, event professionals, marketing managers, whoever's in charge of their trade shows, they think that, okay, make sure everyone understands what we're going to have in the booth, what promotion we're running, what uh, information they need to know about the company, things like that. But what makes a trade show successful is being able to engage with people and lead them down the customer journey. So you got to make sure that you are training your staff how to work a trade show. You need help with that. That's what I do. I'm a trainer and I train staffs and oh my gosh, it's a, I love doing it. 
and it's fun seeing the results that you get from that. But that's mistake number two is not training your staff how to work a show. Mistake number three is waiting to get to the show to book your meetings and your dinners. We get to these shows and we're like, oh, I want to meet with this person. I, oh, I want to go meet for a drink with that person or I want to set up a one-on-one with this person or this company. And then you reach out to them and, oh, they already have dinner plans or they already have plans and you can't get them on your schedule. And then I've seen way too many times people just going to dinner by themselves or with their company but not with the people they need to be going to dinner with, those, those important contacts, those important prospects. So make sure you're filling up your calendar before the show. Breakfast meetings, lunch de- meetings, dinner meetings, meetings at your booth, meetings off-site. Make sure you're filling your calendar beforehand. Reach out to those important prospects before you get to the show. And so that's mistake number three is waiting to get to the show to book those meetings. Mistake number four, skipping networking events or not using them to your advantage. I see way too many people, and I was guilty of this myself, of skipping the networking event because I was in a cool city and wanted to go see the sites or go to a a show or go to dinner. Don't skip those networking events. That's why you're there. You're there to have a successful show. You're there to meet people. You're there to do business. And those people are there for the same reasons. So get in there. This is your best chance to make a huge connection and go there with intent, with with business cards, with questions in mind to ask people to break the ice and get to know people and make those key connections. That's mistake number four, is that skipping those networking events or not using them to your advantage. Mistake number five, as an exhibitor, huge mistake, not walking the show. This is a mistake I made many times early on in my career, and that was staying in the booth. I would work the booth, I'd work it aggressively, get those leads and things like that, but when it slowed down, I never left the booth. I just stayed there, I would check emails, I'd do whatever, but I did not leave the booth. And oh my gosh, you are missing out on so much if you don't leave the booth, because your competitors are there, you can do competitive research. There are possible prospects out there that are also exhibiting. You're gonna get ideas on how you can improve your booth and how you can do things better. There's amazing networking that can happen, so you've got to make a time and make a plan to leave your booth. And that's mistake number five, by not walking the show. Mistake number six, if you get stuck with a bad booth location, you know that ahead of time. Usually you know it ahead of time. If you're in the back corner or you're on one of the end aisles and you know you're not going to get the, the traffic, the mistake here is not doing anything different than if you had a great booth location. I have walked down these back aisles that are not very well traveled near the end of a show. Maybe it's the last day of the show or the last couple hours of a show. And I will see people working at at a booth and they're all standing there talking to each other, looking dejected, looking on their cell phones, doing nothing. Have a plan for when, if you have a bad booth location or when the show gets slow. Make sure you are getting out and you're doing everything you can to draw people to your booth. But you got to plan this ahead of time. When you get that booth selection and you know you're in a low traffic area, make sure you are planning. How do we get people to our booth? Do the extra marketing that it takes, extra social media posts. Send postcards out. And at the show, make sure you are doing whatever you can to draw people to your booth. Sights, sounds, smells. Do the little bit extra to get people 
there so that you don't have a quote-unquote crappy show. So that's mistake number six. If you don't have a great booth location, have a plan to maximize your traffic. Mistake number seven is having cheap giveaways. If you're going to take the time to have a giveaway, a promotional item, an item that's got your company logo on it, I don't care if it's a pen, a post-it note, a travel mug, or some cool gadget, make sure you're investing in something of quality. Get samples ahead of time. Don't just pick a pen that, whoa, that pen is really cool. I love the color. It matches our our company colors. We got our logo on there. It looks awesome. Because if that pen writes like garbage, it's going in the garbage. Okay? It's that simple right then and there. Then what's on that pen? Your company logo. You want a pen that's going to stick with someone that they're going to be like, I love this pen, and they want to carry it everywhere they go, and then they see your logo every time they pick it up, or it's going to be in the the drawer or in the trash because it doesn't work all that well. Invest the money. It's worth it. It's representing your company, so make sure you take the time and you find quality pieces. Don't give cheap giveaways. And if, if you don't have a big budget, then just get a few items. Don't give them out to everybody. You have a few items that are quality, they're a little more expensive, that you hold back and you have that great conversation, a possible amazing prospect, pull it out and give them a little thank you for stopping by and having a good conversation with you. So that's mistake number seven is having cheap giveaways. Mistake number eight is using too much copy on your banners or your displays. If you've been at a show, you're listening to this, you've been to shows. And you see a banner, you see a display loaded with copy, loaded with text. Nobody reads that stuff. No one is going to spend the time, the vast majority of the time people will walk right by. They're not going to stop and read it because it's confusing. They don't have time. They don't want to take the time to try and figure out what you're trying to tell them. We fall into the trap of saying, well, I've got to say everything. I've got to say everything on that banner, every detail, every feature, every benefit. Everything's got to be on there. It doesn't. It does not have to be on there. Keep it simple. Tell the things that are going to set you apart from your competition. What can you say that no one else can say? What's going to grab people's attention and go, whoa, I didn't know that? That's what you put down there. That's what's going to grab people's attention. That's going to bring them into your booth and start that amazing conversation that you need. So that's mistake number eight is using too much copy on your banners and your displays. And it leads us to mistake number nine. Mistake number this is a huge one and it happens a lot, especially with smaller companies, and that is not having a solid plan for follow-up after the show. And you've got to have that plan in place before the show so that you have the time set aside and you have a plan so when you come back, you know exactly what are we going to do with the, the leads that we got, what are we doing with the qualified leads, how are we going to book appointments, who's going to do it, when are they going to do it, Make sure all that is outlined and in place before the show. Otherwise, when we get back, we're inundated with emails. I'm inundated with phone calls, and you kick the can down the road, and some of these great prospects are never followed up with. This happens all the time. And it's not just small companies. It's big companies as well. But you've got to have the staffing. And if you don't have the staffing, you've got to be extra detailed with your plan to make sure that you have an effective follow-up plan so that all that time that you just spent at the show pouring your heart out, telling people about your products, your services was not wasted. So that's mistake number nine, and that's not having a solid follow-up plan in place before you get to the show. 
And you know what? I'm going to throw one more. One more. This is a bonus number, I guess, number 10. On the theme of time, that's not allowing enough time for teardown. I see this happen all too often. People rush through the teardown because they have a flight to catch or they're just trying to get out of there. It's been a long show. They, Oh, my gosh. They, and they don't spend the time to put everything properly in its place. Graphics, banners are, are folded up incorrectly. They're they're bent. Things are, are put in the wrong boxes. And that just creates a nightmare for the marketing team when you get back because they're like, we have to replace some of this stuff because it wasn't put back correctly or they're trying to find stuff and it was put in the wrong spot because people were too rushed trying to get out of the show. So make sure you plan enough time and that you spend the time to properly put everything back in its place and get those graphics, those banners, that backdrop, everything in place and packed up so that it can be used again, you're not having to buy a new one, and that your marketing team will be happy with you. <laughs> so that's a little bonus mistake and a little bit of advice there. So there's my top nine, uh, 10, 10 mistakes, common mistakes I see happen all the time. And uh, what about you? What have you seen? What have you learned that you've done that you've you said, I'm never going to do that again. I would love to hear from you, Jim, at tradeshowu.biz email or go over to the website tradeshowletteru.biz and click the contact button and send me a note. Connect with me on LinkedIn as well. So that's it. It's been great talking to you today and uh, hope you learn from these mistakes. If, these, if you're doing one of these, stop it. And we'll see you back here on campus next time at Trade Show University.